0: All right, so I wanna talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, dating. <laughs> I literally just felt your eyes rolling right there. Jeez, I don't even know where to start. Um, let me take it back. So I actually used to have a Facebook show is what I called it, called Fuck Boys Gone Wild. And I actually would screenshot all the messages and all the courageous bullcrap that these men and women, mind you, would be found saying in my messenger. More often than not, they were having conversations with themselves. And I know a lot of you, fellow friends out there, um, actually can relate to that. And I felt bad for them, honestly, because it's like, you know you don't even know me. Why are you talking to yourself here? Occasionally I would reach out, you know, try and give them something motivational or, you know, honestly, if I had the time to do it or if I was on the toilet, I definitely would do what I could to entertain them in a very productive, motivational way. Nothing sexual, get your head out of the gutter right there. Um, then there's women. These women are crazy and I'm all about, women supporting women, just not women supporting women with pleasuring your husband in the same bed together or asking me to babysit your husband while you're out of town. (sighs) I don't understand what that's all about. Then you have these people who, you know, they're cheating on their girls. You know, they are because... All you gotta do is a quick little FBI boss babe search on social media. You find her page, you see those cute little lovey dovey photos that she's posting and trying to tag him in, but his profile page doesn't have that. Or vice versa. You can change the gender roles, uh, however you see fit, because it's not just, you know, men chasing after women like this with you know a significant other and things like that nature it's also women chasing after men having a significant other um it's, it's crazy um however one thing i just want to get straight way back in my day before i ever became a mother we're talking a cute little hot jezebel um god i miss that cute little body i had. Jeez. If only I didn't think I was so fat back then. Um, Anyways, off topic. Before I was a mom, before I was responsible, before I was this incredible, confident, intelligent, badass boss babe, I was a cute little insecure, uneducated, low self-esteem having little brat. I mean, I wasn't mean to anybody, but honestly, I was a brat to myself. And back in those days, if I had people hitting me up in my messenger, I would feel like I was on top of the world. I wouldn't date any of them. And I still wouldn't have accepted those invites from those ladies in my messenger, inviting me to their bed that they share with their husband. But these messages definitely would have had done something to my self-esteem. Now I get them and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? So the fuck boys gone wild show. I would screenshot all these conversations and if I knew that they had a significant other, that they were doing all this mess behind their back, what did I do? Well, what would you do? Come on, it's karma, people. What would you want somebody to do for you if your significant other was doing this behind your back? Here you are taking care of the children, and you're thinking everything is great but lo and behold little did you know mr or mrs fancy pants over there was trying to hook up with people on social media disgusting i would like to not get herpes or chlamydia or aids or anything like that you can keep all that and that promiscuous lifestyle to yourself i'm gonna pack my bags and i'm a bounce that's what i would do I would literally screenshot all this crap that these men and that these women were sending to me and I would send it to their significant others and tell them, I'm sorry, but I think you lost your dog and I found it in my messenger. Can you please take care of this and claim your property? Things like that. Um, I try not to be such a bitch, but I can't help my personality. I take pride in that. Um, And then I would just post it on social media. If they truly, truly, truly acted like a fuck boy or a fuck girl, I definitely posted it. I would hide their identities up until recently and I would just post it. And it was funny because somehow, while I'm thinking I'm posting this to put somebody on blast, but then honestly, it was also my way of telling people in social media, get the fuck out of my messenger because I'm gonna blast you too. If you overstep the boundaries, your cute little messages are going to be up for display so everybody can admire them as well. But what happened was something crazy. It built a community. You know, people started following just because those silly little fuckboy gone wild shows distracted them from the bullshit that they saw every day or that they had to deal with. It was the one thing that was giving them a comical relief. As sad as that is to say, it's reality. We all have something that gives us that same thing. So I kept up with it and I would continue. And then it just got to a point where it seemed like people were just doing things in my messenger just to get on that show for their five minute of fame. And I got bored with it. My followers or my friends on Facebook, they didn't. Even to this day, they still ask about it occasionally I'll entertain the idea but I really don't want to bring that show back because I feel like if you throw that energy out there it's gonna come back and that's all I'm gonna be given and to be real I feel that I have learned my lesson I have this weird thing where I believe that you know God does have somebody for you somebody who's not gonna fight with you somebody who is truly 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 meant for you and or your, you know, of course, and your children, not and or, my bad. Um, I was trying to go with if you do have children for them as well. Um, But if he definitely has someone there. And I feel that God, or you can replace God with the universe, whatever you feel, um, will send you all these same types of personalities your way in order to assist with maturing you mature in your personality mature in your mindset mature in your heart so on and so forth and it's almost like you know it's not God testing us but you know these are opportunities of growth and development for us mentally emotionally all of that and once you pass you know your self-confidence is going to skyrocket your self-esteem is going to boost you now no longer ignore the you know the red flags. It's make or break deals at that point. You now have a path, a direction, and you now have a taste. You have a standard for what it is that you're looking for in a significant other, not just for you. If you have children, you and I both know it's for you and your children. This is the man that is going to lead your family. This is the man that you are welcoming into your household to cherish your children with you and to cherish life together damn motherfucking right you better have high expectations and high motherfucking standards because we have just gone through some brutal fucking shit I don't know about you but back when I was married oh I'm just gonna be real I loved being married I loved being A Proverbs 31 virtuous woman, homeschooling my children, super active in our church, you know, having family fun nights with the neighborhood kids and everything and, you know, just taking care of my husband and everything that I could do to be an incredible mother and an incredible wife. I loved it, you know, thankfully, you know, God intervened and I no longer am in that situation anymore things definitely went south pretty quickly. Um, and then, you know, that marriage was 10 years in length. And then roughly about two years after the divorce, I reunited with my old high school sweetheart. I mean, this guy was just phenomenal. He was an all-star athlete for our high school, could have it any, any team he wanted to pick him up I mean he had scouts all over him when we were growing up and he was gorgeous you know tall dark handsome dimples and I'm not trying to be gross not trying to be overly sexual but this was like an old saying back in our high school days he had dimples so deep they either looked like buttholes or belly buttons on the sides of his face they were that deep and perfect teeth Gorgeous dark eyes, gorgeous dark hair, thick, good, amazing hair, juicy lips. If I had to compare him to any celebrity, he looked like Elvis. Ugh. Just, you know, not not, you know, unfortunately dead on a toilet. Anything like that. Um shouldn't have said unfortunately. That's not where my heart was at. But um Fortunately, not dead in the toilet. I totally get a picture of Elvis these days of that scene that I saw in a documentary every time we talk about him. Um, And then, again, it goes right back to that hot, gorgeous stud. Um, Anyways, but that's what he looked like. And when we got together, first, everything was great. We did everything right. Everything right. I prayed about it. Um, he, He actually had a degree in pastoral ministry, believe it or not. And before you say oh no, here it goes. I'm just going to stop you right there and say, here it goes. (laughs) So, he and I got along great and we took everything slow. And it felt like, you know, this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Let's become a blended family. And let's make this work. He met my children. I met his daughter. Everything seemed amazing. And quickly, it, it wasn't. The abuse just hit fast. And when it hit, it didn't stop. And every time I tried to escape with my children and keeping them safe, he always found us. I broke three leases to get away from him before I left state for a while with my kids. And I couldn't understand how he could find us. My social media was deactivated. I wasn't talking to him. I wasn't talking to anybody that could give him any information. And he was always finding us. One time I came home, brand new home, and I noticed that the AC was down super low. And I knew, you just feel it, your heart sinks. And there he was in my home. And lo and behold, I found out that my ex-husband was his drug dealer. And he was the one, because I was ordered to provide him with the new addresses At that time, we still had custody. We had to share parental time. He not only told my ex where I was at, he actually drove my ex to each home because my ex at that time no longer had a vehicle. So that's what I found out. Um, But now, you know, when you live and you learn, you truly live and you learn. And when you go through something like that, you're not going to waste your time on any fuck boy or fuck girl. You truly, 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 as much time as you took to make sure that the previous relationship was a good choice to make, and unfortunately, and my heart goes out to you, it wasn't. It wound up the way it wound up, and it wasn't great, which is why it's over. Congratulations to you, before I go on, for making it out. You're a fucking badass. Don't look back. Continue to move forward. You're doing a of a good job for yourself for your family and for the victims that are not here with us today continue before i close this episode it's annoying dating these days is annoying i almost feel like it's worse when you are a survivor you view people so differently it's almost like you feel their energy and it's not necessarily the PTSD it's not necessarily what occurred previously it's like you're awakened you know how to read people now you now have another sense where you are super sensitive to picking up their bad vibes and we're more careful about everything. And then now you have people who are stressing you out and in your messages or in your phone or you know, at the office. Please don't ever do that. Never <laughs> shit where you lie is the old saying. Never date anyone at the office. Just, just a little friendly reminder there. But with that in mind, it's almost like we want to date. We want you know, to have the person that God or the universe or whatever the case may be that you believe in in our lives we want that we want a husband we want a wife to be here with us or with me with you if you don't have children we want that but because of what happened in the past we're smart as fuck and we're not gonna settle and sometimes it fucking sucks not settling is sometimes lonely as hell right but you have to remind yourself too success is lonely as fuck that is why a Lamborghini only has two seats and a bus has 50. Remember that and continue to move forward. Enjoy this newfound, incredible confidence that you have that comes with independence. Nobody is in your bed telling you what to do what to say, how to dress. Nobody is in your life telling you what to eat, what not to eat. No one is in your life telling you how to live your life but you, and congrats you, fucking-lations, because you worked your ass off to make it this far and you didn't make it this far to only make it this far. You have so much farther to go and I am so fucking proud of you. Continue to move forward. Can't wait to hear about your dating stories. Go ahead and message me. I wanna hear what it is that you're going through. I wanna hear any funny stories that you have. If you have your own fuckboy gone wild show, fuck girl gone wild show, um, horrible dating stories, I don't care, I wanna hear about it. Tell me how dating has changed from your previous relationship, being a survivor, and how you look at dating, how you now view people, Fill me in. I want to learn a little bit more about you. Can't wait to read it. Bye.